0: Blob Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. Minate the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with mister In-Between. You got to spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, Business Building, and Wealth Consciousness Challenges and Solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute. And in case you cannot listen to the entire broadcast, you can visit my website at prosperitylifecoach.com for more coaching resources. Today... Our show topic is using reflection to find happiness and peace and I thought this would be a very appropriate title for the show today um this is a compu- this is a- comp- this is a compilation or a collection of blogs that I have posted that talk about things like um you know, how to find happiness, um, how to be in the present, and the importance of using our mm, emotional thermometer um, or being aware of our emotions when it comes to um, finding happiness and and living the type of life that we want to live. So what I said um, in the uh, description of our show today is that Finding happiness in this life can often be like finding a needle in a haystack. Among the stress, pressure, daily activities, and distractions that life brings, it can be difficult to know what happiness is. Let's use reflection and discovery to find out how to get all the joy we can stand. Stop putting it On the bottom of your to-do list, it is our responsibility to maintain balance, peace, and tranquility in our lives. No other person or thing has the power to make us happy. So today, we're going to discover how to use reflection and projection to bring joy and peace into our lives. Um, and before I start, I just want to give a, a definition, my definition of uh, reflection, and my definition of projection. Reflection is the ability to to stop, be still, be quiet, and listen to our, our intuition and and what our um, insight voices are telling us about um, how we uh, should go, how we should um, uh, approach our life. Now, in order to listen to the insight voices, we have to be able to be still um, in order to look back on our lives often at what our accomplishments have been, what are things that we have done in our life that have been successful, uh, what are things that we've done in our life, challenges that we've had that we've conquered, and even situations that we've had in our life that we weren't so successful in. You know, taking a look back at those things in our lives, those experiences that we have in our lives, both good and bad, to determine what's worked for us, what's worked, and what hasn't. And as we go into this new year, uh, there's a lot of talk. There's always a lot of talk about New Year resolutions and setting goals, which are good things to do, but it's also important to take a look back on, again, um, what are some things that have happened to us in the past, what are some milestones that have happened to us, so that we can determine what we want to get rid of and what we want to keep or add to our lives in order to, to move forward in order to move forward. This is important in, in all areas of our life. It's important in our in our health life, in the, in the life of our health, mental and physical health. It's important as we look at our careers. For many people who are working in, in the traditional workforce, soon you'll be looking at goals that you uh or you'll be doing evaluations. You know, your employers want to see and want to know what have you accomplished this year or what have you accomplished in the past year that you said you'd accomplish? And what are some new goals that you want to set in order, you know, in order to um, either reach some of those goals that you didn't reach or set new goals? So reflection is a process. That's used all the time But I want to put a label on it I want to give it a description So that as we Do this thing We can do it more Consciously and more Deliberately Uh, Reflection should take place um, In our family life um, In our social life And in our spiritual life Happiness is an inside job, and the meaning, the, and this means that we have to do some serious work in our lives if we want to emerge and transform into our best selves. I want to give a few suggestions that have worked for me and for many of my clients whom I've coached. Number one, set an intention on how you want your day to unfold. When your day begins, say out loud or silently to yourself, doesn't matter, just say something like, today will be the best day of my life. Today is going to be a good day. Or I expect to receive miracles today and every day. Or I believe that God wants the best for me or I believe that my higher power wants the best for me, and I accept all the good that life has to offer. We have to learn how to affirm greatness and positivity for our day and for our life. Two, say a prayer or meditation of gratitude each and every day and night. Gratitude, um, affirmations, Prayer—they all mean the same thing. Prayer is a way of, of talking to God or the universe and declaring what it is you want. Meditation is a way of listening for the answers. If you know you want, if you knew, or if you if you knew you only had six months to live what would you do? How would your life be different than it is now? Who are the people you'd want to be around you? Answering these questions can give you a good idea of core values that may be important to you. Being able to consciously recognize the people, places, and themes that make you happy bring you joy, and make your life better is essential to living a happy life. And it's not always money. It's not always, and most of the time it's not. You know, I've, I've, read, I've read where people in their deathbed, no one has ever said, I wish I had made more money. I wish I had worked more hours on the job. You know, people's dying regrets are always things like, I wish I had spent more time with my family. I wish I had taken more time to have fun. I wish I had really paid attention to the little things in life and enjoyed the journey, been so uh, gun ho on just reaching the destination Number three, choose to focus on only the positive aspects of others you encounter, no matter how challenging it may be. It can be very hard to deal with people in situations we perceive as negative and difficult. It can make you feel vulnerable, powerless, and sometimes insecure. Developing emotional security is about being able to recognize that we are all doing the best that we can with the mental and spiritual resources that we have we're all in different we're all at different levels in our growth and development as we work on ourselves and practice becoming the type of people we want to be around negative people and situations begin to remove themselves from our lives, and we develop healthier coping styles. And, and I found that to be true in my life, um, you know, that the more I work on changing myself and, and practicing uh, being the type of person that I want to be around, when it, it makes it easier for me to deal with difficult people um, because I, I look at them from a difficult place. And, not, you know, and I have to say to myself, sometimes I, I may be a difficult person, but I realize that, you know, I, everybody, we're all doing the best that we can with what we're working with. Number four, visualize your dreams, hopes, and aspirations. When you dream, make sure that you're – make sure that your. Make sure that you you place your heart and soul into your belief that this can happen. Visualization is the ability to give yourself permission to daydream about the things that you want to become a reality in your life. Daydreaming is important because it lifts your energy and vibration to a higher frequency of manifestation. It's also a way of practicing focus on what you want more of and less of what you don't want more of, and that's, you know, which is the law of attraction, which is a show within itself. It allows you to affirm what you want, in picture form. We learn by hearing, seeing, doing, and feeling. Mostly by feeling. When we affirm our dreams, we speak them into existence with our words. We visualize with our mind's eye, we write them out with our hands, and we feel the sensation of what it's like to have our dreams come true with our vibration, with our energy. With practice, 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 you are on your way to having. You are on your way to having the life that you want. Now, it's easy to go through life always looking at the past. In doing so, you may ask yourself questions. Why did that happen? Where has the time gone? Why hasn't life gone the way I want it? Why hasn't my life, or why has my life been so difficult? Such questions can keep you in despair, always believing that something's missing. It's easy to go through life believing that something will come. You may, want, you may say to yourself, when I get that promotion I'm waiting for, then life will be better. Or one day I will have the life that I want. Or I'll be glad when my kids grow up. Or every day, you know, every day, um, I can never have what I want. You know, it's easy to be um, transported, or it's easy to stay in the past if that's where we dwell. But what about the present? And it's also, and it's also easy to, to be so far in the future. You know, it's also so easy to be so far in the future that you don't know how to, to be in the here and now and the present and learn how to enjoy uh, and to look at and find gratitude for things that are working right here, right now in the present. The problem is, if we spend the majority of our time dwelling on the past and the future, We're left with little time for the here and now. It is a gift to learn how to enjoy the journey that you travel. And life is all about the journey, or I'm sorry, life is all about the destination and not necessarily the journey. It's about all those little moments that happen as you're on your way to the destination. So it is about the journey? We have to learn how to enjoy the journey. You must learn how to develop peace in the knowledge that there's always something for which you can be grateful, always something you can appreciate. Learning that you're here for a higher purpose, taking care, of your own personal needs, taking action that do no harm, spending time doing random acts of kindness, and being kind to others, even those who you may not believe deserve kindness. These, so these things make the world a better place today. When you learn how to incorporate these values and characteristics into your lifestyle, you will discover your true self, and you will learn how to live in the present. As a result, you'll be freed from negativity, freed from dwelling in a regretful past, freed from living in an ambiguous future. You'll discover the freedom to live your life today in the present. Now, the last blog that I want to read or, you know, kind of incorporate into today's broadcast has to do with understanding our emotional thermometer, our energy, where our, that, we, that where our energy is centered is important. If you didn't know that you have an emotional thermometer, then you'll also be, uh, be surprised to know that there are 1.36 million Google search results for emotional thermometer. So what is it? Your emotional thermometer may sound somewhat figurative, but it's very real and relevant to you on a daily basis. It's your internal gauge That lets you know when you're experiencing various emotions, various positive and negative feelings. It helps you know when you're feeling happy, sad, peaceful, relieved, and all kind of other emotions. um, All kind of other emotions. It also helps you recognize when you've been taken advantage of, and perhaps are at risk or in danger. Your emotional thermometer helps to keep you in good psychological, spiritual, and physical health. For example, if someone says something to you that you're not affirming, it may make you feel sad, perhaps confused, maybe disgusted, or you may feel angry. If you acknowledge that you're feeling negative, then that's the first step to turning your negative energy into a into positive that will benefit you. Why is turning a negative into a positive so important? Because emotions are energy. Throughout most of your life, you've probably been taught to suppress your emotions. If you're... Suppressing negative feelings and energy, this simply isn't good for your emotional, mental, or physical health. That is why it benefits you to be self-aware and to pay attention to your emotional thermometer. Identify positive ways. They're different for everyone. To express negative feelings is one of the uh, negative feelings is one of the, the healthiest, most beneficial things you can do for yourself because when you understand a negative feeling, then you recognize and when you understand or when you, when you acknowledge a negative feeling and you make a decision or a choice to do something to make yourself feel better, then you move up the emotional scale. And the more you learn how to recognize and accept your emotions, use some of these tools that uh, have been offered to you to feel better. Over time, you'll find that you are in a better-feeling place. And you have the tools to get you there. So I am wishing all of my listeners are very, very, very blessed and, and safe and prosperous and, and healthy new year, and it is my hope that you will use these tools that have been offered as ways to reflect and find happiness and peace in your life. I want you to know that I've got some really great um, speakers lined up for this upcoming year and also have a lot of good information to share with you as well. All right, everybody. I am going to bring this edition of Positively Affirmative to a close, and I want to thank you for tuning in. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, where we teach women, and and I say women, but we, we really teach all genders how to create positive shifts in their work-life balance so they can become the directors of their own life stories. If you'd like more information and coaching resources, please visit my website at prosperitylifecoach.com and join us every Sunday at, at 6.30 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. All right, everyone. Abundant Blessings.